When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Marnie. Is your computer running slow? Well, MyCleanPC.com can clean it up and speed it up today. Now, you might be asking yourself, how did my computer get this way? It's freaking frustrating, right? Well, opening infected small attachments, downloading music and games can slow your computer down. Over time, running these programs can cause junk files, internet clutter, processor and hard drive errors to build up on your computer. MyCleanPC can help. First, go to MyCleanPC.com, and in minutes, you can get a free computer diagnosis and find out what's slowing down your computer. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk, internet clutter, and even remove viruses. And MyCleanPC is guaranteed to increase the speed of your computer. I promise you. With MyCleanPC, there are two easy steps to speed up your computer. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to optimize your computer performance. Go to MyCleanPC.com today and find out what's slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. Go there now. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. Kristen, that's right. I give you all your information, and I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. But welcome to the show. I'm a comedian, host, etc., and we're here with Marnie Kinress, best-selling author and owner of thewinggirlmethod.com. And we have two very devilishly handsome men with us today. Did I mention I'm a liar? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. We have uh, Mike Carano with us, joining us again. And we might be charming. Might be. You might are. Be. We'll You're see. both charming in very different ways. Yes. but And we also have Taylor Locke. So thank Hello. you so much for coming back. We had a lot of yeah. good feedback from you. Great. People really I, like I you. Read that. Yeah. I'm not surprised or anything. But Wait, what's your name? They said sincere, Taylor. Taylor real. Locke? Yeah. He's from a band. You might know Rooney. Yes. Or yeah. from the show Vampire Diaries. You know, there's a character no. called Taylor Locke. No way. Yeah. No way. That's his name. Really? Taylor Locke. Yeah, because when, cool when I heard your name before Sue. you came on. So yeah, Sue. Was that Sue. guy coming on in character? I didn't think so, but I was just like, honestly, that's the first picture that went into my mind. I was like, yes, have him on the show for sure. I, <laughs> I love him. I don't watch any vampire stuff. I don't watch any werewolf stuff. Well, don't, because they're stealing your name. People you who look pissed. like vampires don't watch vampire stuff. Oh. I'm just saying that about it's you. Backwards compliments. See, she's saying you look like a vampire. You could be on that show. Yeah, you're you like. You could have fangs. Sexy vampire. Hmm. Yes. Well, okay. This this episode today, we are going to go into a full analyze this segment. But before we get into analyze this, I want to take one minute for a wing girl minute. Giving you attention does not translate into I'm interested. Just because a woman gives you five minutes of her undivided attention does not mean she's into you. She's bored. Yes. <laughs> Women are polite and would never say to your face, sorry, you are not for me or get the fuck away from me. They will, however, stand and listen to you for five minutes and then find an excuse as to why they have to leave. And that is this week's Wing Girl Minute. It's true. I've done that many times. And I stand and feel, nodded. Mm-hmm, and I always feel really bad and I'm too shy to say anything like, well, I have a like, yeah, ever. get away from me. I don't yeah. want to talk to you yeah. anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'm the exact same way. I was super polite. Yeah. That's not, not just in a romantic situation. I do that with everybody. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I can't differentiate between like when a guy would be talking to me romantically and when a guy or, or a woman is just talking to me in general and I don't want to be in the conversation. I stood in the door of the UPS truck this afternoon, which is why I was almost late coming here. And while the UPS guy explained to me that pine, cone, pine cones never stop growing. The and you conversation to say, was like, like seven I minutes. I, just, I acted fascinated. <laughs> You're like, you know, it doesn't stop growing either. Is this conversation yeah. or my need to want to get out of it? You couldn't think I of didn't an say excuse? That. No, I'm polite. I'm a gentleman. God, you are a gentleman. <laughs> on All the right. outside. On the inside, I'm angry. You're yeah. all right. <laughs> angry, bitter. Neurotic. I love it. I'm getting to know you more. I think, I think you're so interesting. Thanks. Well, because you were talking about your mic pod- holding style. I know. Seriously, they he's he's comfortable. No, super comfortable. He's comfortable. That's how Doctor Drew does Laziness. it. He does. Oh yeah. Oh. He just grabs the mic, sits back. He's been doing this for like thirty years. I hope to meet him someday. 
<laughs> maybe you will. Maybe you will. So like we're going to get straight into analyze we're gonna, we're this. Go to, we're going to Disneyland next week. You and Dr. You Drew? You and Dr. Drew wow. and Susan? Or just no, you and just, Drew? Just him and I. He goes Wait, to Disneyland no every week or every day with his wife. Yes. Wait, why she do you was get on to go our to show. Why we do you go, go on, to Disneyland We go on like a date like every two weeks and we just go out and do really? weird. I took him to a party once. like a. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was like, who is whistling? Who is whistling? Yeah, who's buzzing on the table? I'm hot. They're whistling at me. Is it Drew? Is it Drew calling you? so awesome. (laughs) I know. He's he's our love. He's like our favorite man, Dr. Drew. I took him to a party where there were probably drugs being done. No way. He goes on board. Let's go do something. I I have to go to a party, and he's like, you mind if I tag along? Does he get mad about that? Not at all. He's like, you know what could happen to you in five months? No. Really? I don't drink, but he will have one glass of wine, and then I try to get him hammered after that because I want to. Dr- I want to end up driving one of the cars home. Have you ever seen him drunk? No, no. I can't get him drunk. And I've seen drunk. Susan seriously. Drunk, yeah. Oh, I, I feel like she is drunk when she comes in here. Anyway, <laughs> she might be. She's awesome. No, I we loved having her on our show. Um, and actually, we we should announce this. We are going to be regulars on Love Line now. We one, are once a month. Oh, We're good, good. Yeah. We're Mondays. Gonna, Mondays. First Monday of every month? Is that what last, it is? Last, oh, last Monday. Monday of every month. Oh, know. good. Nice. Yes, yeah, so so we start on the, uh, the 28th, 8th, of, 28th this month, of April. But this may yeah, air so. afterwards. Are you but nervous? Yeah. No, we've been on it before. It's, 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 they're so nice there. No, I know, but I mean, are you nervous that you're going to be on, right? You're going to be regular. Uh, I'm a little bit of pressure. In the mo- like right now, I'm not because I have the, the bragging rights, but when I get in there, I'll be nervous. Yeah. 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 But right now, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, we can do it. We can totally do That's this. Rad. That's rad. All right. So this is the full Analyze This show. So you guys ready? Yep. To yes. analyze this? Okay, wonderful. Over, All right. To overanalyze this. Overanalyze this. Damn it, I keep fucking that up. Anyway. Hi, ladies. I had a question regarding men that are unemployed. How do I go? We have the two best men in the studio right now. Self-employed is different than unemployed. (laughs) Yeah, I'm self-employed too, by the way. Self-employed is worse (laughs) than unemployed. How do I get over my ego in thinking most women want a man that is more secure in his life? All I want to do is connect, connect with someone that does not judge me for where I am in my life. My focus is not the best, but I do go out... Uh, around town, what advice could you give to help? Love your podcast. She's Thanks, unemployed. Larry. He love. Uh, I love Larry. Thanks, oh, Larry. This is a go- okay, right. Uh, of course, the name is Larry. <laughs> okay, so all I want to do is connect name. with someone that does not judge me for where I am in my life. That's the sentence that popped out That's, to me because it shows me that he's judging himself for where he is. Yes, he life. is. And my my brother is in the situation where my brother is thirty eight. I mentioned him on the previous podcast. He has not had a consistent job essentially his whole life. He's like just kind of a depressed guy. He doesn't know what he wants to do. And he finally went out on a date with a woman who I had mentioned was, was around his age. And every time he goes out with a girl, he's always hid that. He's never brought it up. He's never mentioned it. But he's embarrassed about where he, his apartment. He's embarrassed about his car. He's embarrassed about everything. And so what he does is he keeps himself at bay. And when he went on this previous date with this woman, he basically said, I just laid it out on the table. I said, I've had a really rough time finding like myself and what I want to do in life. And I don't have a house and I don't have the best car. And they had an amazing time. Really? And she was accepting. And, and she I, wanted to see him again? Yes. And I don't know if perhaps maybe she, because she's secure in her life, she has a house and, you know, Did she has Did he say his age in there? He didn't actually. I think just try dating significantly younger girls. I don't think that's that's what my brother tried to do. You don't care about that stuff. No, like I don't care if you don't have a job. No, because I think younger girls. I mean, it depends on where you live, but where I'm from, which is a small town, at younger ages, these girls get married and have kids. And so, like my brother is not that uh, type who has all that stuff ready to go for the younger woman to then kind of jump into the secure life. So I just think the best thing is to say it up front. Well, this is the thing. So it, it's the way that you frame the situation, okay? Because it's exactly that sentence that popped out to me. It's about the way that you view it. So mm-hmm. if you view it as the biggest downer in the entire world and then you project that to the woman that you're dating or possibly keep the information from them, it's going to stop you from connecting on a date. You're not really talk, giving yourself to her. You're not having a proper conversation. And if you do talk about your unemployment and have a very negative attitude, you're going to create an even further distance between the two of you. So it's about, it's about your attitude towards being employed. Because if you're unemployed, but you're going back to school or you're contemplating what you want to do for the next phase in your life, you, you can phrase things so that it has a more positive spin on it. But it's just dishonest you, if you're not going to bring it up. I mean, that's you're I th- misleading I somebody you. into trying to get them into bed when you can't follow through. That's like buying a car that's way beyond your means and then you get a, a date with some girl. Or just rent a car for the one night of the date and get some well, fake business. Well, maybe, maybe he doesn't think that's a big deal for him. Like, So if he's unemployed, he's like, why the hell do I have to talk about that? I'm having a great time. I have other things going on in my life. 
why would I bring it up? It, it, but it's it's your brother has the attitude of I'm ashamed of it and I want to hide it. Yeah. yeah, we have a lot of shame. Yeah, <laughs> in the Carney family. <laughs> so I would say for this guy, what advice could you give to help? It's really reframing the way that you view your unemployment. So he if may you're not some- be able to do that though, right? So, well, but if he, so what would be a way he could reframe his view and well, become more positive about being unemployed? Focus needs to be on his own self before he's like out there dating. Yep, he That's should probably good. get a job first, then go on a date. If that, if that, yeah. if he's really locked in that space, then yes, he should focus his energy on. I mean, also dating it costs money too. Doesn't have to. Well, eh. What like what? You could do tons of things, especially with the summer. You can, out. but it does kind of uh, eventually come across as a little bit like. Not that every girl wants to go out to the most expensive dinner, but you want to know that's available if you want to do it occasionally. So if I would you're- save so much money if I didn't go on dates. <laughs> right. I find it right. to be like the most expensive. That's, that's that cocaine for me. <laughs> right, right. So I hope that answers your question. You don't Larry. drink, but you do coke. <laughs> but Marnie, I saw you, you used to drink I heard and do coke. Now you do nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I heard you say this before, which was um, saying it like it's, like give an example of actually saying. It. Oh, so there's you know what like I, yes, I'm unemployed. I know that's horribly embarrassing and like it's awful. I hated my last job. I got fired. It's it's having this negative spin around the unemployment issue. But if you say you know what. I'm I'm not working right now, but I am mm, I going back. Like, to I don't like right now as an expression. It always says that means shame. When so when you're like, what do you do? Like, well, right now, right now. Well, but, but people but, do make transitions shame. in their lives. Yeah, the, but but the thing is, is that I was working my old job. I was really not liking it, and I didn't want to live my life in an unhappy space. So I decided to get out of my old job and go back to school learn a new skill that I've always wanted to learn and you can say whatever skill that is and then after I'm finished with school then I'm going to go into that field and I'm really passionate about it and I so, love the fact that I'm doing something that I love now rather than something that I detest so there, there is it doesn't always have to be that positive story I don't know what, what Larry's story is of why he's unemployed or what he's doing now to proactively gain employment would it change your attitude what if you're on a date and some guy told you he didn't have a job if he uh, would it change my attitude yeah. toward him? Would you lose uh, a little bit of faith in long term? It depends term? how he phrases it. To be honest, I can I jump on board with emotion, so I feel what somebody puts out there to me, right? So like, so he, you would he, judge his sincerity. I would judge. I'd be like, you should not be a his, sad It's not his sincerity. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's so his too. attitude <laughs> towards it. That's what I would really evaluate. But do you think you could read in a guy? If I were to tell you, like, I'm unemployed right now, but I'm working on something I'm passionate about, would you? Do you I don't mean necessarily with me, but uh, as a man, would you? sense that if I were sincere that I'm going to You'd have to yeah. really sell it. You'd have to really sell it. Well, but it, it also depends on how he's been talking the rest of the time that we've been interacting with each other. So if there's this guy and he's telling a story about, oh, yeah, like I've been unemployed for five months, but and I, I'm pounding the pavement every day. And he, he doesn't sound yeah. as sincere and as authentic. And that type of um, tone has been popping up throughout our conversation. He It'll set sending off. the waitress away. He asks right. He's like, is the like, bread free? Yeah, exactly. But bottle? No, 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 no. Yeah, I hate to be this. Yeah. Tap. Tap. Exactly. I think you are correct, though. I think he needs to work on himself a little more before he starts dating because this is like buying something that's out of your price range. You know, I mean, give it six months, get a job, and then start dating. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I know humankind is like, I want this and I want it now. I want compassion and I want love and I want affection now, even though I can't provide for myself, let alone somebody else. So do you think it's a distraction for him if he were to Of course. I think it's, I almost think it's an arrogance. Like, well, yeah. I deserve this. I do, deserve to go out and have a date and yeah. I can't afford it. Because I, pe- I know plenty of people that... And if you do date now, you're, you're not going to be the happiest with yourself. So you probably no, won't have yeah, a happiest your self-esteem is going to be in the gutter, man. Unemployed. But even if you're working towards a goal during yeah. that time of unemployment, I think if you're working you think, and you're think, proactive, yes, you should be dating. It doesn't. It's not a stamp on your forehead that says a like college I'm chick. You should be dating. Dot dot dot. A college chick. <laughs> <laughs> but date someone that ha- doesn't have the expectation of maybe someone who's already a CEO of a company. You know, I, I, no. I, I will say there are there are a lot of women who it is really important to. It doesn't matter how you phrase it. They're going to be like, screw that. I want a man who's established. I want a man who has a job, and I want a man who can also take care of me. Well, or, you should. There could be. An extreme you could either date a woman who has her own empire maybe she's a ceo of a company and she doesn't care and he'll just be the sugar the mama man yeah. how, how many of those are there i don't know <laughs> like seven and then on the or she, <laughs> he should date i get you know, the chip from google uh, or yahoo i mean orange oh, yeah. Or yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right so either that or like the volleyball team captain at a 
college in Orange County. You narrow that down. Nothing in the I middle. I love that. Nothing right. in the middle. Yeah. Okay, so Larry, hopefully we've overanalyzed that for you and you got enough information out of that. So I'll give a little wrap up. Work on yourself, number one. Get proactive about getting employment so that you can feel more positive about things and then start dating so that you have a, a real positive story to share with women that you go on dates with and you have a little bit of pocket change because hopefully you'll have a job. And that's soon. option A. And option A. The other one is bang B, tons of yeah. young girls. Do you think? Then you can get one knocked up, and then you can't afford that baby either. I know. And then C, C, the downside. C, option C is the, is the CEO girlfriend. It's the CEO. Exactly. Be a kept man. Do you think uh, women have more questions, more insecurities regarding dating than men do? Women have more than men think they do. Like, I'm hearing these men, these perspectives of men right now. Like, What do women think? Well, I don't know. This isn't the Ask Men show. No, I, don't know. I know. I know. I just realized that. Well, it's funny because ago. over this course of time doing this podcast, I've learned a lot. I know more about men than I know about women. Like, if you ask me something like that, I really have no idea. I don't do any, like, self-reflection. Is it bumming you out? <laughs> Does it bum me out? Yeah. Eh, I think women are pretty horrible, so I don't mind There's like, a lot. Okay. So I, I will tell you. So I'm doing a little bit of work with women now because, like, I'm on a lot of, of TV shows. So a lot of women come to my website and they write me these emails. Um, and and these the emails that they send me are flooded with emotion okay so they have a they have a lot of insecurities I don't know if it's a lot more insecurities mm-hmm. but they're so much more emotionally attached to these insecurities than men are men are a lot more logical about their the insecurities they, they yes. feel them definitely and they have a lot of them if not very they're not very um if anything, they're very similar to the women's inse- or women's insecurities that exist. But Breasts. men and women handle them very, very differently. That's typically why I don't work with women a lot because how I haven't I, figured out how to work with them. How can I, as a man, instill confidence in a woman? And I don't mean in, about herself. Or yes, about like long term. Like, how can you let somebody know? No, you do look fine. No, you do look pretty. No, you don't need to keep. Well, there's two answers. Like, how to is that. there? How can you, as a female minds right here, how yep. can I? Convince you to be more that confident. You're fine. Okay. Well, number- go back to my childhood. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Find a time, time machine. machine. Yeah. Fight your dad. No. First, take there's, lessons there's how to fight. There's two things going on. There's there. Okay. Nobody is going to be able to control my emotions. It's and this is something that I had to learn over a period of time because when I first started dating my husband, I did not know that it was my responsibility to soothe myself. I did not know that it was my responsibility to make myself feel feel better. I thought it was his responsibility because mm-hmm. I thought that I was doing that for him. And about half, you know, half not halfway into our relationship, but five years into our relationship, I uh, had a a couple of panic attacks and I had a, a period of time where I was quite unhappy with myself. And you questioned the marriage I, too, right? I, well, when, we weren't married at that point, but I, I questioned the relationship. I put a lot of pressure on him because I kept saying, fix me, fix me, fix me. I helped you when you were down. Why can't you do the same thing for me? And that was really hard on him and he was very patient and he was wonderful during that time. But I ultimately realized that it was my responsibility to handle my own emotions. So I had to go see my own you do coach. It? I went to go see a life coach. I talked to a therapist and I worked on my I discovered what I wanted. I discovered what my insecurities were. I was discovering what that voice was in the back of my head that kept saying things to me that I couldn't really hear, but that were controlling everything that I did during that period. Was it hard to, to regain like your communication with your husband? No, that? not at all. It actually it was a very quick process for us. I went to probably two or three sessions with this. But you life. know what I mean? Like some people get so buried in resentment that there's no going back. You can't no. go now. I'm going to sit on the couch with you and tell you I love you, and then we're going to go have sex. Yeah. No, like because, we love each other, which isn't going to happen. When I finally made that decision, I said to him. Um, I said, you know what? I've realized that I can't put this on you anymore. I know that you're trying to be there and help me, but it's not your responsibility. I am going to take ownership of this. Can you please give me two months? I think that's great information, what you just said for women. Because I don't think a lot of people realize that. It's hard to do and it's hard to realize. I've had a lot of problems in that arena because moving out to LA and trying to like get established and find yourself and I've had my boyfriend essentially this entire time and I've Did not, he move with you? He lived here when I when I moved here but I yeah. You knew him already? You were dating. I knew him already we weren't dating mm-hmm. but he's from where I'm from and so I knew he was here but we weren't dating at the time and then we started dating but anyway. So you moved out for him got it. No no I swear to god I didn't move out because of a Facebook <laughs> message I swear yeah. um, but when I was trying to get established and I still am, I was very much like putting that on him. Like I wanted to date someone that could help me and I wanted to date someone that would make it easier and open doors for me. And he's nothing like that. Like he doesn't work in the industry. He's, you know, very much removed. He doesn't give a shit about any showbiz, anything. And so I blamed him a little bit for not getting me anywhere, which was kind of a weird thing because he did go to school for film. So 
under the pretension of his Facebook profile. It's yeah. like, this guy uh, can get me somewhere. The hookup for me. Exactly. Right. Does he physically open doors for you at least? Uh, yes, he does. He's That's a nice. super nice guy. And so basically once I started doing things for myself and started to feel proud of some accomplishments. Then he became angry and jealous. He became like, uh, who do you think you are? You're not that great. <laughs> yeah. um, but we, we now have more of a balanced relationship. So I think it's doing things like this guy, even before the question before about not having the job, I didn't feel good about myself because I had nothing to offer and I was expecting him to make me into something to offer. Mm. Yeah. And so once I became something more to myself, then he became a lot less of the enemy, yeah. my boyfriend. And I had something He's still a little bit of the enemy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> They're in a relationship. Yeah. No, but I had something similar to Kristen in the very beginning um, where I, I kind of wanted like this partner that would be able to help me do things, make introductions, help be my business partner. And I remember one day my husband said, this is in the very beginning of our relationship, he said, if you want a business partner, please go somewhere else and find it. I can be a partner to you for life. And that really struck a chord with me. I'm like, oh my God, like I've been requesting the wrong things. I've been wanting the wrong things from you. You are a wonderful partner. Just uh, how come? Because does he think that would damage the relationship if you guys were... If we, oh no, he's just saying like I, I'm not going to be able to tell you what to do with your business. Okay. okay. But if you want, oh no, he's like, not saying he doesn't want to like do my concept- business. We actually have a corporation together, yeah, so, so he totally is my business partner. But <laughs> I don't work with But you. we don't do work. I don't trust women. Together. Exactly. He's like, screw it. But the other half of the question, because I think that's a very good question that you asked. The other answer to the question is, how can you help? do that. And that really is number one, leading by example and openly communicating with your girlfriend or significant significant other. So you can help provide her with the answers she needs but for from herself. from two female minds here, well, it's about will one, it eventually work? Will you, but at some point <laughs> It's up time, to her if it eventually works because yeah. it, it, it's that's what a partnership is. Well, it can't I'll just say, be you leading her to, um, to, to freedom. She has to want it as well. Exactly what Kristen was saying and exactly what I was saying. And in terms of physically being a woman and then physically needing the validation of like, do I look okay? Those mm-hmm. kind of things. I'll say, to, say that all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling good about myself. I, and, and he just constantly says, oh, shut up. Shut up. Like, you're talking like gibberish. He never is like, oh, you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And whenever. What, what is the way to do it? What's oh, the, well, whenever the best way? Because like, say... the discounting away doesn't seem like that's smart. The best to go, way to do it? You're being ridiculous. Well, the best way I, to do it? Well, basically, what I want to get to on that point is that no matter if he said that, if he didn't say shut up and he just said, you're beautiful, oh my God, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever met. First of all, I'd be like, number one, you're bullshitting. So stop sounding like an asshole. And number two, that's some somewhere again that you have to get on your own where you just become a confident person who's happy with themselves. But, but no you, guy you, you is can ever going to tease the that. fact that she's insecure for that moment. So you can go up to her and like, I can't really show you because we're sitting across the table. I, I have an but, idea what to but do. But it's like you, like, you go up and joke with her and you're like, oh, you don't think you're attractive right now? You're super sexy. You start kissing her neck. You start tickling her. You, you can start joking around with the fact that she is insecure for a moment and she's being, you're basically yeah. saying you're being ridiculous. Like, how could you be unattractive? Like, this ass is absolutely amazing. Your breasts are phenomenal. And, like, you're ne- like, if you just tease her in that moment about that insecurity, security she can laugh it off as well that's what i that's what i know works for me anytime when i get a really like testy moment with my husband and he yes exactly no and he does (laughs) that with me instead of like feeding into my emotion because i know that a lot of times we've talked about this a lot a lot of times when i put a tense emotion out there or a woman puts a tense emotion out there because of her insecurities Mm -hmm. and she tries to throw it onto a man and he takes it on too then she can pounce on him because he hasn't been strong and and has not remained unrattled and it's easier for her to put the emotion on him rather than feeling it herself but if a man takes her emotion says you can't rattle me and if anything i'm gonna raise you a flirtatious banter moment and we're gonna turn this into something fun and i'm gonna lead you towards that place then that's when he wins because he's he's showing that her insecurity and her emotion doesn't phase him in any way but i'm also but i also that also sounds a little it can be a little harsh a little harsh yeah if you're gonna from women or from men from men to women i was thinking about for the listeners i think so I agree with that. I think people are too withholding with compliments in our culture and just maybe telling. I guess the real question I had was: might be well, no, 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 I want to go. I want to hear more. Well, about I was thinking from a listener's though. point of view, like I just as a recommendation: how can you go up to your significant other and make them feel good without hmm. without without her needing to ask without for se- it? Seeming like it's prompted. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. By really being instead genuine. of the I'm, I look really fat and you're constantly going no you you, you don't. Well, well are you saying with her asking you the question, or you just genuinely walking up and just just in just how do you? 
You can just say, you look beautiful today. My boyfriend, though, will do this occasionally where I'm not doing anything. I'm maybe in my pajamas. I'm, like, not looking for anything. And we are not romantic types. And he'll just be like, you look really pretty today. Yeah. I'll be like, thank you. And it just is so unexpected. Mm -hmm. It's not like I got ready and I took my time and all that. It's just, like, the most natural moment where he's genuinely just thinking it and I'm genuinely not expecting it. Yeah. I have that too, where my husband will say, "Oh, you look beautiful today," and I'll get uncomfortable for a second, maybe make a sarcastic. I used to comment, get uncomfortable. Now I just am like, "Cool, it's with nice. It's, yeah. it's really when it's genuine and out I of the." I think I totally sidetracked myself from what I was actually thinking before. I was just wondering how, if, as a woman, can I, as a man, somehow get help you get over your insecurities? Occasionally, I don't think I don't think there's a long term. Yeah. No, and I, I think you answered it with your. It. I took her. I took control of it myself. Yeah, she yeah. has to do it on her own. See, overanalyze this. I'll say more. What up, gals? What up, gals? Love the show and listen all the time. I'm tw- I'm a 29 year old guy and have had three to four past relationships that have lasted two to three years each, always with girls my own age. I met a girl who was 20 and she's super amazing and really mature for her age. The thing is, she lives across the country, Quebec, Canada, and me in British Columbia. She has stayed with me for a full month and have uh, and I've known her for only three. We agreed to her moving out here with me, but before I met her, I planned on traveling for six months. I'm supposed to leave for my trip in a couple of months, and I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should tell her to forget about me and move on and see what happens when I come back from my trip or try to wait for each other uh, till I return. My trip is a once-in-a-lifetime trip and want to enjoy it to the fullest without having to worry Okay, about uh, anything or anyone really. I'm worried we might lose touch while I'm away. I can see myself with this girl for a real long time and vice versa, but I'm also worried if I invest time with her and she decides after a few years she wants something different because she's only 20. What do you think? uh, What do you think? think am i crazy for falling for her should i be the smarter one in the situation and say forget about it keep doing your show keep doing what you're doing love the show cheers chad mm. he's like keep doing your show women that's an interesting one <laughs> i will tell you that when i was 17 my boyfriend at that time uh, was going backpacking for three months in australia and then going to summer camp afterwards to be a camp counselor for two months and he uh broke up with me to go away for that time being. And at that time, I didn't understand it. I was just like, how could you break up with me? You love me. You're coming back in three months. Not that big a deal. Okay. Looking back on that now, I love that he had the balls. Did that. I yeah. love that he did that because he had the time six to go experience. Six months way too long, first of all. For you what? Six months? He said he's, away? he said he's going in six months. Oh, plan on traveling for six months. I mean, I don't know. For long distance things, I feel like three weeks or a month. You know, you got to kind of see the person. There's sort of a... But he's saying, should I just say to her, you know, like, let's end this now. I'm going away for well, six months. Well, you know months. the answer, right? She's 20. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go on your trip. She's 20. Yeah. And how old is I, he? He's going to change. He's 29. This is one thing mm. that my father told me a very long time ago, and I'm going to totally screw it up. But he said, um, if you have a bird and you open its cage and you say, I'm setting you free and the, the bird flies away, then, oh, fuck, what is the saying? If Damn it. it. Was, like you it let love go. Like it was sting. It was sting. Something like it's never your... It was, and if it comes back, mm-hmm. oh, if it goes away it and it flies away forever, yeah. it was yeah. never yours to keep. I, I think this is, oh, a, this is something is, about Mary quote. Yeah, this damn it. Right. I totally yeah. forget. Your dad I'm giving my, I know. Damn it. I didn't say he came up with it. As with most quotes, it's a bunch of bullshit because what bird's not going to fly away? No matter if it you, it's going to split. But he said if the bird comes back, then it's yours. He may also have said, Roxanne, you don't have to put on the red light. He did say that. You do. She has nothing else to do. He did send a message in a bottle. He did say that too. Art, please. We need some sort of sting song right now. Desert, maybe Desert Rose? You also may have said... No, but what do you think he should do? I think, go be I, think, I think to be totally blunt about it, you can't have a relationship that's going to be long-term that's worth you sacrificing this important life experience for yeah. with a 20-year-old. Now, uh-huh. I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. I know. But... Well, I'm consistent. I, if yeah, if I were in his position, knowing what I know now, not that I'm like much older or knowledgeable, I would definitely break up for that time being because what he's going to do is they're going to break up down the road anyways, guaranteed. Yeah. And yeah. then he's going to say, "Oh shit, I should have, I should have wasted that, that six months." I, I don't agree with the, he's going to break up with her anyways. Okay. That because that, that's not true. I'm not trying to be flirtatious. But ladies, no, I, I'm not. I really don't know how old you guys are. This is what I'm Do you want 20 to, 30. Okay, really? You're 30 and you're 21. Okay, 21. Yeah. Here's the thing you know 
as a woman at 20 years old and 30 years old, you were very, very different mentally. Yes. Things changed a lot, and it's Absolutely. going to change with all of them, regardless of what you think, because I, I've i been there. I thought, oh, she's mature. for it. She's this. She's that. You know they're going to change. As long as you know that, when she's 29, she's not going to want anything to do with that guy, probably. Right. I agree. Gonna, what are you talking no, about? No, I agree. I know, this but is you, why I never dated in high school, because I large, know there was no long term yeah. to it for me. You're personally. an exception. I know that. Yeah. I, I sense it. I sense it's true. I sense it. I do. I, 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 I think it's genuine. But realistically, this guy has this trip that sounds important to him, and he has a potential right. girlfriend who's not even his girlfriend who's going to move out right. there. At, right. Who he's only split. known for three yeah. months. That, yeah. That's the thing to really focus yeah. on, yeah. Chad, as we overanalyze I really like my question. rental car. Should I put premium fuel in it? Because I really like it, and I might buy it. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. So I would say for Chad, I would say for right now, you have to say, analogy. I'm going no, to. Good. Don't I got say it. Yeah, no. Right. No, but I liked up, it. Because it's like, okay, why are, you in, why are you investing to put money into a rental car? I totally get it. A lot of rental Like my dad said something about that, too. But I would say for Chad, I would say go have fun on your trip, be free, and see how often you communicate while you're away. Like, see what happens, because you have no idea what she's going to explore while you're away, what you're going to explore, and what opportunities may come up. And you don't want to have resentment down the road if you stay together. Right, and when I was... And she doesn't want to have resentment either, that she's stuck with him. This isn't Manhattan, by the way. I mean, that's a made-up story, you know. Is Manhattan a car rental place? I feel like this. Is like yes. like, yes. Oh no! I thought you meant the movie Made in I Manhattan. Was. No, yeah. man, not Made. The, the Woody Allen movie where he falls oh, in love with a seven-year-old. I thought you were talking about the one with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I was like, okay, I totally, I'm totally on board with your story right now. But it was interesting because the next year after you know my boyfriend when I was 17 had gone away backpacking, I went away backpacking the next year and said, okay, let's stay together for these three months, and ended up breaking up with him while I was away because my one friend who I met out there. She said, are you over here? Because I was in Australia backpacking. She said, or, or, or are you over there? If you're over here, be over here in Australia experiencing it. If you are tied to somebody else back home, you are not living where you are. And if you have this amazing experience of traveling for six months, oh, my God, yes. enjoy it. Did he have say where ev- he's going? He didn't say where he was going, but it sounds it sounds amazing. I mean, if you go somewhere exotic, like definitely break yeah. over there because there's totally. hot chicks. It's not even that. It's that's being selfish. It's just about being free and not being like, oh, yes. I have to get back because I have to make a phone and call. By the way, being, 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 being a being foreign dude in a foreign country is hot. It's fucking easy. Thank you, Art. Okay, I love it. How old he's you are he's now. probably going to Omaha yeah. for six months. We have no idea where <laughs> hey, he's going to. The, the, life is short for one. Second of all, the whole point of the relationship, in my view, is time together. Yeah. So the long distance thing is just complete bullshit. Yeah. The whole point is, I'm going to go. Tonight we're going to go to Jerry's Deli. Tomorrow we're going to go to a movie. Then we're going to go for a walk, and we're just going to sit on the couch and talk for an hour and a half. It's not this. Oh, you're in wherever, and I'm out here, and we're going to stay together till you're eventually out here. Then you're going to split again because clearly this is what your job defines. Unless there's a foundation that's already been built, and then somebody's going to travel for a few weeks or something. Right. Right. They've only been together for three months. She's twenty. They barely. Yeah. Yeah. And she lived with him for one month. So it's a foundation made out of rental car places. So let's just all right. Okay. By and large, most of my friends are on the road year-round and those relationships are a fucking nightmare yeah everyone they're heartbroken every time they leave their families are with them without them i will tell you one thing though my husband and i we have a lot of time apart because he goes on productions for like two months at a time Mm -hmm. and you dig it I love it. But, I but, hated it at first. But you also know he's coming back at a, at a point. Yes, and, I do know he's coming back. And I usually go visit him in between. And if, when you guys are 50, you might not like it at all. It might dramatically change. You might just be like, now right. this, this stops now. Right, well, that's true. Well, but I've really enjoyed it over the past. Like He's been doing this for seven years now. He was traveling before, but not as often, and for long periods of time. But like... I I love that I get back to being me. Yeah, when he comes back, do you miss your personal space? Yeah, I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of my space. I'm like, why are you leaving your underwear here? There's a transition period for sure, but then I'm like, I, we're very in love with each other after I get pissed off at him for like leaving I've gotten shit that too from people like, I really like it when you come over and stuff and that uh, you live so close, but uh, <laughs> like, you need to you go leave. home. And I'm like, that's cool. I want to go home too. I want to <laughs> yeah, go home like, and go to Perfect. My I, boyfriend's taking classes on Thursday nights and this is the first time in like five years that he's ever had anything to do at night. And I'm like, yay, nice. Thursday. Day, what am I going to do with my like endless time by myself? I like watch movies and like just eat. Kind of nice. Yeah, it's great. It's very and nice. I don't have to like clean up his shoes. Wait, so did like, we take a break? We have actually. I was just saying to Art, I was texting him, do we need to take a break? So I think we do need to take a break, and we'll be right back with more analyze this in just a moment. Yeah. Hey guys, 
guys, it's Marty from the Ask Women podcast. Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, and it doesn't have to be. At TrueCar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know when you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. True Car certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a True Car representative that will honor your savings. True Car certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And the third step is simple. Just print out your certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better hassle-free buying experience. True Car has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Women podcast and shop at truecar.com. It's Goldberg, and I'm telling you to get off your butt and go subscribe and download Who's Next with Goldberg. Where do you get it? You get it at podcastone.com. That's where. And I'm going to tell you why. I have arguably the best two-sport athlete that has ever walked the planet. Neon Dion, primetime Dion Sanders. Go to podcastone.com. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Your ass is next. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. All right, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We're getting right to all the analyzes questions with overanalyzing them, of course. Oh, no, we've gotten four down, I think, it's right? Pathetic. It is pathetic. But you're getting real answers. And the truth is, is that most of the questions are basically repeat, re- re- repeated, well, like versions of these questions. So there's always a th- it's good information. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, so I'm sorry that we're not getting to your specific questions, but hopefully you're finding some knowledge in the one, the answers that we are providing. I cannot speak today again. It's really annoying. Okay. Hello, guys. Thank you guys for your podcast. I always download your latest episode and listen to it during my Friday workout. That being said, I have been waiting for you guys to address the issue of race, but for some reason, you did not get the chance to go there. We did. Race? I didn't even know race was a thing. Yeah, I don't don't see. Yeah, I've never seen. We live in LA. I grew up in Canada. Oh, so he's talking about being. We're super racist against Canadians. (laughs) (laughs) But since 2011, have been living in the U.S. and in the state of Georgia. Oh, interesting. We all know, because I love Canadians down there, we all know that in uh, states like California or New York, interracial dating is part of the culture now. But in the South, it is very different. I have been told that in southern states, that uh, this is the way it works. Whites date whites, blacks date blacks, and Latinos date Latinos. So a 29-year-old Persian guy like me won't fit in. I was wondering if this is true, or do you guys think this is just a theory on paper? Unfortunately, there's not many Persians to choose from in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know Canada either. Had, had Persians. Persians. Yeah. A lot of Persians. You need to come to Glendale. Yes, what, wasn't there a Persian in the Georgia satellites? Oh, maybe. Is that a band? Let me guess what kind of car you drive, an M3? He wrote, I have not approached any woman here yet because of the reason I explained. Ah, That's interesting. I was hoping you guys could shine a light on this issue and maybe interracial dating in general. Thanks and keep up the good work. Well, it depends on how Persian he is. Because, I mean, Persian, you could just go straight white woman. Like, I mean, you really could. Because it's like you could kind of blend with that. Or Latino. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the good thing is he's saying he hasn't approached anybody because of this. Maybe you're introducing a whole new uh, race to the people of Georgia. They have no... Okay, I've I've told this before. My husband is mixed. He's half black, half white. He's Catholic. He's uh, six feet feet tall. He's not ever what I thought I was going to be showing off. No, but I'm... I know. No, but for me... He's six feet tall. When I moved over... Unlike all those other midgets out there. (laughs) He's six foot three. But so when I first moved over here... He's six three. He's a big guy. But when I first moved over here, my eyes only saw short Jewish men. That is all that I saw because in my mind yeah. that's who I was supposed to be yeah. with because that's all I had ever dated before in the mm. past or even like the shorter guys like guys who are balding at the age of 19 yeah. who have glasses whatever <laughs> like that's who did you feel like you pulled, pulled the fast one I did totally my, my family was like what the f- what happened it's, uh, but <laughs> they're like but we're hurting when I met him they, no they do no I know but when I so when I met him he was not 
even on my radar. I had to ask my friends if he was good looking because I, I couldn't actually tell because I wasn't typically attracted to men like that. So for, for, for what you're saying is like whites with whites, blacks with blacks, Latinos, Latinos. I don't know how it actually works down there, but I'm saying that like mess around with some of their expectations yeah. of what they could possibly be with. Go after what you're interested in yeah. and try to break you know, the mold. I, yeah. I think racism is obviously pretty real, especially in the South. But I also think young people are not nearly as bad as the older generations. And I think young girls especially like to... Experiment. Yeah, it's exciting. It's not their father. Come on. Yeah, it's like a slap in the face of their parents. So go for it. That's exactly right. (laughs) Exactly, Allie. You're you're showing dad who's boss when you go out and fuck a black guy in Georgia. Seriously. I know. I know. know. (laughs) I'm not trying to be comedian here. I'm just just stating a point. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a really good idea. I think you approach who you want to approach, see their reaction. The thing is, I actually heard this quote today um, for an ad on some new show. No, I wish it was. but Fargo, the new you know, Fargo, you know, it's yeah. going to be on TV soon. But there was a, they were playing a sound sound bite from it, and uh, he said the the biggest mistake you ever made in life was thinking that like rules actually existed or something oh, like I that. I love that, and I thought that was so true, and especially for me because I've always walked these lines of these norms and being afraid, and I don't want to step on any toes. But once you realize that those are all ma- man made, they don't actually exist. Go for it, and you never know what will happen. Oh, this is yeah. actually no, analyze like this question rather than overanalyze. <laughs> it's all a, it really life Uh-oh. really is a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of bullshit. And it's all a bunch of crap. Yeah, and it's just yeah. a make big your own freaking rules. joke. Yeah, so do what you want to do. And as I mail my IRS checks <laughs> to, in a total <laughs> yeah. panic attack. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm sorry. Uh, Hi, ladies and guests. Just a quick question. Hope you can help. I met this girl online recently, and we have been talking for about a week now via text. We got along really well, and I have arranged the first date in a couple of weeks' time. A couple Couple of weeks? Mm, I feel like we've read this one. Yeah, I think so. I think we have as well, because I'm... Not going to this. Are you guys wearing the same color of nail polish? It's close. She was trying to close. I was trying to copy her, but okay. Well, anyway, for this one here that that was asked as a reminder because we have answered this before, stop arranging dates with online people for weeks in advance. Don't do that. Like, make it happen within the next week, or you're not. It's not going to happen at all. She could be dead by then. The thing about meeting people online or only texting though is there's a very there's a culture of like let's play it by ear or maybe or I'll get back to you or let me let you know in a couple days. It's a flaky culture of non-commitment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you're saying like the longer that, period of time, yeah. the more It also depends how old they are. Like I thought that was interesting earlier. T- the 29-year-old guy whose girlfriend was 20 was something I was kind of interested in going into because I think it... Dating younger women? Or older. When you get to a certain age where you can go in either direction, the expectation level is totally different. You know, yeah. like an older woman, they expect the guy to be like, I'm going to pick you up at seven o'clock on this night. And there's a reservation. The 21 year old is like, well, I'll let you know. I'm with some friends. We're going to be at this place. Maybe stop by. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. You know, yeah, it's very, you know, especially my age now, because I do. How old are you? 30. Some you know, so like thirty four year old girls, you go either way. <laughs> yeah. thirty four year old girls are like they want to like. Get married and have yeah. a kid, and that's, they, that's and biological. they judge me for having dishes in my sink. Yeah. That's why twenty-one-year-old girls. Like, wow, well, you have dishes. Yeah, giggle, <laughs> yeah, you giggle like dishes. a cartoon, and they're like, "Wow, you have dishes. You have a sink. Yeah, <laughs> you have your own sink. They're so impressed. Can I pee in it? You must feel like such a stud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably. How many dishes do you have? I just thought that I was like Seven. I was like, oh, yeah. I found my girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. love of my life. Uh, no, I want to hear well, more about pee. this. Well, that's but, that's pretty much all there is to it. I just have to. Tailor my approach. Literally, yeah. your name is Taylor. Yeah. So how do you tailor your approach? <laughs> I've been, I've, 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 that was clever, but not like, literally at all. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I don't know. There, there can be, uh, you know, missteps sometimes where I'm like not on the right wavelength for that woman's age. You know, I was like, I just when I had been getting really to my wits end with the flakiness. I kind of inadvertently did that to an older woman and she kind of called me out on it. And I was like, well, you know why that is? I know why that is. It's because that's what's been happening to me with all these younger chicks. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you gotta have to just deal with the person that yeah, is in front of you. My, well, well, when you were flaking on this older woman, what was well, I wasn't happening? flaking on her. I just, it wasn't like, it was sort of like, 
we were texting instead of talking on the phone, and it was, well, we'll get together. When are you free? One of these nights, what you time works for you? Yeah, I wasn't just like, hey, we're, why don't you tell me, uh, how about Wednesday, 7 it o'clock, I'll pick you up. Yeah. Well, it sets a horrible Hollywood tone, which is the I'm waiting for the bigger, better deal to come oh, along. Yeah, like totally. when you're, but right, is that what you were trying to get across? Not necessarily. I just was probably trying to not seem too overeager and give her a little bit of flexibility and space to give me options of when she might want to hang out. She's like, options? You tell me, buddy. How it work out? Interesting. And we went out a couple times. No we slept together. No, there's there maybe. You know great. what you didn't do that was, that's just the dating um, professional said you should supposed to French kiss her after the first date. <laughs> we did get some vibes. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just found that so hormones. weird on a first date to Exchange even change hormones. Really? Okay, realistically, we go on, first of all we're we're nervous. We go out on a date <laughs> and. Everything's fine, and I'm dropping you off at home, and I lean down and kiss you on the neck. Aren't you going to be like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Is that where you French kiss on the neck? No, she said you can do that no, one either. You can give her a little wet neck. peck on the neck. You could. I don't think it's so crazy. Okay, you could if, chem- if, everything, better, was, if everything was going honestly, along swimmingly. But honestly, if, thing, if, she did, if you don't like me, and I went oh, down to kiss yes. you on the neck, you'd be like, what a Well, at least creep. it makes the head turn easier, because you're already so far away. Yeah, right? you're right. Also, exactly. if you have the same name as a vampire show guy, right. maybe they're expecting right. the neck. But I will say this. Exactly. I never, ever admit when something is like sexually interesting to me i'm way too yeah. awkward with it but i'm telling you that move is actually a very good move because ooh. she can just say it and i'm like ooh, like i get mm. like i, I turn into like a i sound like mrs doubtfire <laughs> but it's true like it is that is a good move if but you have you the think, right chemistry don't you sense you have sexual chemistry with somebody long before a french kiss yes yeah yeah, yeah. no because yeah. some people get very confused with connection versus chemistry no i i I would agree with Mike on that. Like, I would know. I, I, just I know when I I'm feeling it, but for, it anyway. a lo- but for a lot of guys, <laughs> they cannot actually sense it when a woman is saying, okay, kiss me, versus, oh, I, okay, I'm that guy too. Shopping. I'm that yeah. guy, but I can sense when I have chemistry with somebody. Like, I can tell if if we, we sex. had sex, it would be it would be good. It wouldn't just be like fucking. I could tell if, it, if you're somebody I want to kiss right. and actually, like, make love to versus just really? have an orgasm. Oh, absolutely. I know it's really funny because there's all these words connection chemistry yeah. attra- oh I've had I've had girls in my bed m- hitting on me in my bed and I laid there frozen terrified <laughs> oh, oh, oh no I have I have many regrets many many times many times <laughs> many times you're hilarious Mary Luca Mitros the hottest chick in school when I was in the ninth grade or tenth grade was my sister's best friend came over and spent the night and they got drunk in my sister's room and then Mary said, I'm going to go sneak into bed with your brother and came in and laid in my bed with me and I laid there like I was asleep until <laughs> she left. That's really? literally something. I was did not try and 30, 30 years ago. I still think I about saying, that I was all the time and it breaks my heart. Yeah. Hopefully you'll have another chance at her. No, I, too late. I just go for it anyway and then if I find out I don't have chemistry with them, then in the morning I pretend to be asleep until they leave. <laughs> That's and actually... You, you trust enough in a shop <laughs> It's not shoplifting yeah. technically. And then as soon as they leave and I pop up out of bed but then they forgot something and came back and they see that I'm up. <laughs> That's, that happens. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell one story. It's actually a, a friend of mine's story. She was out with this guy and they weren't having a very good date and she thought that he could tell that as well uh, they were talking they were connecting a little bit but she wasn't really enjoying herself and he kept drinking throughout the entire night so I think that he was sort of blinded by the fact that they actually weren't having a good time and they went back to her place he was going to drop her off and he kind of like just pushed his way into her home and this is going back to women being polite like he, I'm not saying he like tried to rape her or he was super aggressive but he just like sort of walked into her house thinking oh she's probably inviting me in we had a really good time I'm drunk she wasn't really drinking that much she drank drove me home obviously she wants me to come inside and he sort of lunged at her did this the french kiss move that patty Sanger was talking about a couple of weeks ago and she just said she's like i did the only thing i thought to do she's like i kissed him back because i didn't want to insult him i made out with him for about five minutes and then i i said i had to wake up early in the next morning and pushed him out of my house and then never called him again so like girls can even we all kiss- do that yeah, yeah. I know, but isn't that nuts like yeah. we would kiss somebody we're repulsed by well yeah. i've been to not- the point where i'm like i probably should have been murdered several times yeah. just because i was being way too polite like i probably was in the presence of murderer and i was like well, i don't want to offend yeah. the murderer yeah. you know he's already okay, got hard in. enough yeah. Yeah. yeah everything in your being is telling you don't let this person inside of your dos and your your domain into your private yeah, area it would be and you're like, come on in. If you yeah. didn't, exactly, exactly. Okay, one more question, and then we're going to finish. Um, I feel like we, re- damn it, why do I not ke- erase these ones? Hey, what's up, Ask Women Podcast? Yesterday around 10 p.m., a girl wrote, "I'm horny." 
to me. I only saw that message. The uh, she, she meant to say I'm corny. <laughs> I, I only saw this uh, that message that this morning. Me. What's the best thing to reply in the situation, and what's the best to say? in situation when you see the text right when she sends it to you. Just so you know, I replied, um, and this is in like quotes, uh, an inside joke followed by, yeah, same here, and even more since I've read that smiley face. Thank you very much. She Pierre lost the horny at the smiley face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to want to go with a dick pic <laughs> <laughs> of someone else's. Well, yeah, sure. Maybe have a few archived ones <laughs> on the phone. He's just send a huge what, black penis over. To yeah. Her. <laughs> what do you? Uh, he's saying. What do you respond to that? Yeah. He's like. So what? Well, would he, he, did, so he, he didn't responded see it. fine, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in the so he said, what would you respond in the morning? Because he didn't see it till the morning. Or what would you respond? Don't that act night? desperate. I know that. Don't act like. Please do it again tonight. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus! I'll be waiting. Yeah. Are you still? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've had that happen. I had some are twins that used to spend the night with me, like once or twice a year, and they would come out here, and they were sweethearts. Twins, and yeah, and I never made Great a move. One. I was a gentleman every fucking time. And the last time they spent the night, I think they killed themselves. Oh, I was just going to mention them? their. I don't. I have no idea if they did or not. A but twin one suicide. Of, here's That's the thing. Amazing. The last time they spent the night with me, one of them said, "We really." Oh, how come you never try hitting on us? And I was like. Uh, I didn't know that was an, in my head. I'm like, I didn't know that was an option. I didn't That's know I theme. could. That's your style. It was almost. I wanted to drop to my knees and go. Can we please do I'm it sorry. now? Can we please do it now? Please, God. This was in 90, 94, 95. And then I got a call from them like five years later, and she said, "We just want to let you know you're really nice guy. So. We're probably not going to see you again." And I went, "Why not?" She goes, "We don't want to talk about it, but just want to say you oh always treated what? us with respect, oh. and you were always nice." And she goes, "Just want to tell you that you were the nicest person." Me and I was like, "Both kill just because I'm a pussy, I'm nice, but I was going to always be nice regardless." So that's the lesson: if you don't go forward on, with hitting on someone when they kill themselves, you will be the nice person that actually made the world better. Yeah. Or maybe you could have just given them a, a night of pleasure that would have helped them Wait. not kill themselves. <laughs> I'm so right, discombobulated. Exactly. I forgot how that tied into the story. There was a I point. There was, it tied so in did somehow. I. I actually you erased just the question to already. Also, we got to wrap no, up. No, it tied in somehow because I, there was... Responding to the text like, oh, too late. Being too late. Yeah, too late, late is too late. Yeah. And you can't go, I'm horny now. Come on, you know. Right, exactly. Don't well, beg not for not if they're dead, you can't. No, say, you can say something and like that. that was a wonderful you, way to end our show today. If you had a threesome today. with them, they would have been committing incest. Yes. Yeah, you they, could they, say that's that what a, they thought was the problem. That was a fun message well, to wake a, up to. That's a problem. Something like that. I, yeah, exactly. I see, see I like what Kristen just said. That was a fun message to wake up to. Smile Yeah, that's a good message. Made my endowment of the day. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah, having now a huge heart on, walking around all day, yeah. horrible. Yeah. Okay, great way to end, uh, analyze this, sure talking about suicide about and death kids. of twins. <laughs> but if anybody has any questions, and hopefully, you know, I'm glad we got to knock out a whole bunch of them today, send your questions into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. And guests for the day, please tell people how to get in touch with you and find out more about you. So, Mike, you go first. My name is Mike. <laughs> uh, don't get in touch with me. Twitter, I guess, at Mike Carano, M I K E. Oh, Carano, I said. Sorry. That's all right. Carano. Maybe it is Serrano for all I know. I I'm really dumb. <laughs> I could have been mistakenly pronouncing it. <laughs> or MikeCarano.com has links to everything. Thank you. Taylor? My Twitter Watch is, the Vampire uh, Diaries. Yeah. My Twitter is I am Taylor Locke. And I have a Facebook page that's Taylor Locke Music. L O C H E? L O C K E. And I'm going to tell people how to get in touch with us because we really never do that. So right. if you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at Ask Women Podcast. You can follow me at Kristen Carney and you can follow Marnie at Wing Girl Method. And yes. um, make sure to download new episodes every Thursday. Yes. Or subscribe. <laughs> and so you will get them instantly to your inbox once Wait, we are play out. Desert Rose. Yes, perfect. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you, gals. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show. Hey.